habit is a behavior that has been repeated enough times to be automatic. The ultimate purpose of habits is to solve the problems of life with as little energy and effort as possible. Any habit can be broken down into a feedback loop that involves four steps, cue, craving, response, and reward. The four laws of behavior change are a simple set of rules we can use to build better habits. They are, one, make it obvious, two, make it attractive, three, make it easy, and four, make it satisfying. Hey everyone, Andrew here and welcome to another week, uh, another episode of Beyond the Bike Podcast. Hope you're all off to a nice start uh, this week and um, yeah, so again, uh, just uh, final season of the podcast. It's been an incredible journey and um, there could be no better way than to finish up uh, a really cool mindset uh, system. Um around a podcast that I've done every week for now 121 weeks straight (laughs) and um, what a journey it's been and so I was thinking you know I've been thinking lately about you know um, bringing this to a bit of a close and you know looking at maybe trying something new and um, I said to myself there's no better way to finish than with the book that uh, had such a big impact on me uh, when I read it a couple of years ago and actually did a series um, of podcasts on it. And uh, what's cool now is, um, you know, just being able to kind of go through it again and looking at the journey and reflecting back on the journey that I've been on. And, um, you know, this is week three and uh, just really proud, really happy with all of the different um, areas of growth that I've added um, as a result of reading this book. And I want to finish and I want to, you know, kind of pay that forward and just provide 20 solid episodes that you could go to at any time, that anyone could listen to at any time. And um, it's a roadmap. It's a roadmap to really being your best self, living your best life. And I really feel that I'm doing that right now. And and a big part of that has to do with um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. So this week on the podcast, it's, it's chapter three. It's how do we, how do we build better habits? And Mr. Clear there, he breaks it down into four steps. But before we get to that, I want to talk a bit about if you're going to be on the journey for the next 20 episodes, how important it's going to be for you to kind of do the little pieces along the way. And um, so I go back to chapter one and I ask the question. Um, it's a question I asked myself a couple of years ago. And it's, you know, who is the person that I want to be? Who is, uh, what does this person look like? What are the specific systems that would be needed to achieve the person that I want to be? Again, I'm moving away from chasing chasing goals, right? And we've talked about that. Okay, so when you're chasing goals, that's um, it's a slippery slope, right? Because 
we don't always we don't always achieve our goals in a timely fashion, right? It, sometimes it takes a long time, and if you're not patient, sometimes you can get discouraged. And um, so that's why it's it's always better to build in systems, strong, strong systems that that over time uh, get to get you where you want to be. And so the question, the answer to the question that we you know when I was kind of looking at this is is really just moving away from this concept of you know it all it all being in the one basket of just fitness and you know first off when I got the bike um, a lot of it just had to do with riding the bike every day and sometimes two a days and really really um, overtraining in the cycling department and yeah, it was it was great. I mean, I achieved um, incredible outputs and worked away at that and chipped away at it. And then eventually you plateau. And once I plateaued and all my eggs were in that basket of just training, 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 it kind of like, it felt like, ah, oh, you know what? I, I'm not achieving what I want to achieve. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of injuries happening. I'm, I'm maybe not as motivated because it's getting harder and harder to achieve those, those PRs. So the first kind of direction that I took was kind of a bit, um, it was all kind of along the lines of the system of, of training and in most cases, overtraining. And so I want to share with all of you what my wellness systems look like today. And these are systems that have been developed over time. They're systems that have, have ebbs and flows in them, periods of uh, where things are going really well, and then there's periods where sometimes I'll level off in a system, I'll have to tweak, adjust a few things, and then it allows for continued growth. Um, but if I look at what it is, who do I want to be? Well, the answer to that question is I just want a person, I want to be a person who's well. And it's broken down into a few systems. The first one is a person who is well has a system around sleep. And that's actually the one that we're going to dissect today in, for chapter three. So we're going to get to that in a sec. But, you know, when, when I look at um, wellness, a big part of wellness is getting enough sleep. And for me, it's um, the benefits. Uh, I did a lot of research around recovery and, and huge, huge studies around sleep and the benefits of sleep. And it's a system now that I have in place that's working really, really well for me. Um, when I get that seven hour, and I have a system now, it's seven hours of sleep, and uh, I'm just so much sharper uh, during the day. We look at the importance of being really ready for the different types of trainings that you're going to do. Well, that recovery piece occurs during sleep. I look at that feeling of being rested, you know, not, not getting enough sleep and then feeling tired and lethargic to, throughout the day. I find that I'm, uh, that rested feeling is, it just carries me throughout this, the day. And then finally, what's, what's been in a, uh, uh, you know, a game changer for me is, has been my morning routine. And again, um, you know, I never really got up at 5 a.m. I, I remember trying it over the last 20 years and stuff like that, never really being successful. You do it two, three days, and then you'd be tired. You just start hitting the snooze button, and be it'd be over with. Um, 
but having a morning routine that starts with you know a bit of prayer, a bit of reflection. Uh, sometimes I get my exercise in the morning early. It's just been a game changer. Um, you know those productive hours uh, early in the morning have just been such a blessing for me. And and believe it or not, on the weekends I my body just wakes up at 4:50 a.m. and and I I do it on Saturdays and Sundays too. And so sleep is huge. And uh, that's been a, a really cool system that um, has been developed. It's taken a lot of time. Um, I remember if you go back in my podcasts, I talked about the zombie walk. Well, the zombie walk happens in the morning when you launch yourself out of bed, right? But the zombie walk is actually, believe it or not, now I don't really have a zombie walk. And the big piece is because before I was going to bed at 11, 11.30, even sometimes midnight, getting up at 5 a.m. That's not enough sleep. So you're exhausted in the morning. You're launching yourself out of bed because you want to meet the goal of getting up or you want to you know, meet the system requirement of getting up at 5 a.m. But you're not, you're not sharp during the day. Your body's not recovered. You don't feel rested and that morning routine isn't really what it should be, right? So again, um, sleep key. And it's an awesome system that, uh, that's pretty much automated for me now. Uh, mindset. System number two, another important system that I have is around the mindset, and it speaks to the 121 podcasts that are done, showing up every week, finding something to share with all of you, share with myself, um, applying it during the week, being reflective on how I can incorporate it in my week and how I can strengthen my mindset. And again, this podcast has been a blessing. Um, you know, again, 221 straight weeks of, of just being intentional about mindset. And so again, incredible system. Nutrition. It's changed dramatically over the past two years for me. Um, again, just, you know, focusing, not on being perfect. I ain't a rabbit, you know, and that's one of the things that I think is needs to be built into the system is I love food, right? And there has to be times during the week where I like to say, you know, you go off the rails a bit and you enjoy different foods and it's not so restrictive that you're again, four or five days in or a couple of weeks in and you're, you're just feeling like you're not happy because you're just not enjoying some of the foods that you really like. But the cool thing about having a nutrition system is that you can incorporate those meals and it doesn't even affect anything. And, uh, you know, for me, the, it all starts off. There's my two first key meals of the day are um, a really good protein shake in the morning with a, a banana and a really good bread, whole wheat bread um, with a little peanut butter. That's my breakfast. And uh, then for lunch, it's all proteins and green. So it's different protein and, and a nice salad. Sometimes I'll throw a couple of crackers in there, a little bit of cheese. And, and so the system that I've built now is just two strong meals out of the gate. And the protein um, takes care of the hunger, right? So you're not feeling as hungry anymore and you're not wanting to snack. And then for supper, I just, we just have what uh, the family's having. And on Fridays, I have a nice little pizza night and, and again, uh, few cookies here and there and and it's all good because again the bulk of the system is really really healthy 
system number four. Hopefully you're still with me, but I, I just want to be really thorough with this because I, I, I want you guys to be able to visualize what it looks like and how all these systems didn't all appear at once and they've come over time and it's all been about reflecting and refining and editing what I do to achieve that, that person of wellness. So the next piece is key. Didn't look like this uh, two years ago when I started with Peloton, but now my training consists of three key parts. Um, power zone training for me is, has been the best training on Peloton. I love going through the eight-week cycles and, and seeing the improvements and feeling the strength and my body adapting. and um, It's just incredible. Uh, if you're looking for just something really, really strong uh, in a sustained, nice, progressive training, the Power Zone rides are, are, are beautiful, perfect. I've been talking over the, few, over the past weeks about incorporating something that I don't really like or I never really liked that much, and it's resistance training. And I'm doing more of that than I've ever done. And it's really great because I'm feeling stronger and stronger in that department. It's so important as we get older. I'm 45. Uh, 40, whoa, Andrew. Nice try. 46. And, um, you know, maintaining good structural uh, strength is so important to our long-term health and wellness. So I've incorporated that and I've actually learned to enjoy it. I really enjoy it now. And then the final piece to the training is, is the rest. So that's a question I ask you. How, you, how do you do with the rest days? I, I don't even feel guilty anymore, to be honest with you. I used to, used to struggle with it. If you go back and look at my early charts, um, you'll notice that very little rest. It was go, 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 go. Now, actually, I look forward to my rest days. I cherish them. I enjoy them. I don't even think about riding the bike. I don't think about training. I actually just visualize my body healing. I'm preparing, like right now, I've never been stronger on the bike. I ride the bike three, four times max a week, and I'm, at, I'm the strongest I've ever been on the bike. So rest becomes important in your system if you want to be well and you want to heal and you want your body to be at its best. And finally, the last system that I want to talk about today before we dive into chapter three and really dissect the four simple steps to building atomic habits is, is that final part of balance and achieving balance in my life and knowing that these things aren't set in stone. You know, there's going to be nights where I don't get my seven hours. It's okay. But what's the average over seven days? What's the average over the last 30 days? I look at mindset. There's weeks where I apply my podcast to a T and there's weeks where it doesn't necessarily speak to me or things don't present themselves where it really speaks to what I need to do mindset wise. But what does my mindset look like over the, over a seven day period? What does it look like over 30 days? What does it look like over six months? That's what I'm more preoccupied with, right? Nutrition, having the cheat meals and enjoying the foods that I like, not worrying about it at all. And then finally with the training, it's just balancing the three that I talked about. So again, it's just along the lines of encouraging you to build in balance into your, into your system and into the various systems that you're going to um, decide to pick to develop over the next uh, couple of years. If you're new to Atomic Habits, I do want to share with you that it didn't look like this for me uh, over the past two years. Okay. So that's something that's really important for everyone to understand is um, 
These are systems that have been developed over the past two years as a result of reading this book and understanding it and understanding how we automate incredible atomic habits. And so that's my, my wish for you. Okay. So there you go. That's kind of the wellness plan. So before you move into the, the part about like establishing atomic habits and stuff like that, you really want to make sure, and I'm encouraging you don't start the journey until you have a really clear visual of where you want to go and and who you want to become. And then all it is, is it's super simple. Once you do that, you create the systems. And again, don't start with five or six, you know, start with one or two and just over the next month or two, just establish that system. And that's done through behaviors that we track, that we're mindful of, that create a check mark in the column of that system. And if you do it enough over the days, the weeks and the month, it becomes automated and it's a lot easier than you think, believe it or not. So we now, I want to kind of go into the, the second part. Feel free to pause it now. Feel free to kind of think about what we've just talked about. I'm 17 minutes in. I'm going to be taking more time for these podcasts. I'm taking the time that's needed. Um, and I encourage you if, you know, you're thinking right now, I'm 17 minutes in. And I want to really kind of reflect on this visual of, of who I want to become and then what that bracket looks like for me. What are the different systems I'd like to tackle and, and how am I going to tackle it? Feel free to just pause right now and be reflective over the next day or two. And you can come back to this second part, um, you know, when you, when you feel the time is right. So we dive into chapter three now, how to build better habits in four simple steps. And so I have uh, the direction that I want to go. I've, I've figured out a system that I want to develop or refine. And so there's four key things that four key things that you have to ask yourself when uh, trying to establish an atomic habit. So the first one is how can I make it obvious? Okay. So I'm going to use the sleep as my example of, of how it applies to chapter three. Okay. So how do I make it obvious? So what I did with the sleep piece is I used my iPhone and I went into the health app and I established a goal of seven hours of sleep working back from 5 a.m. So that has me at uh, going to bed every night um, a little bit before 10 because, again, I want to be in a resting uh, sleep state, like preparing my body to go to sleep when 10 hits, okay? So, again, how do I, how can I make it obvious? It's by going in and establishing that so I don't have to think about it. At around 9.30, I get a little notification. It says, 30 minutes from now, you need to be in bed, buddy. Um, and so again, uh, super easy. When you start to establish regular sleep patterns, your body starts to behave in a very predictable way. So again, for me, around 9.15, you know, even 9, 9.15, um, I start to get tired now. Like I, my body, my body's almost like it's preparing itself for the sleep. So I actually find myself wanting to go up to bed a little earlier, uh, you know, do a bit of reading. Um, and then by the time around, you know, five minutes before 10, um, you know, eyes are closed and I'm preparing to go to sleep. And so making it obvious, whatever you decide that you're going to have that you want to do, you want to set it up so that it's very obvious. Okay. How can I make it attractive? Well, again, for me, I made it, um, you know, 
it was just a lot of research that I did around the importance of sleep. And so for me, the attractive piece was, you know, when I was getting the seven hours of sleep, I realized, and even through the research that again, my sharpness would improve at work. Um, a big piece too, for me actually that would supersede everything was I was aiming for optimal recovery. And so I wanted to be at my best when I was training. And so again, um, lots of research done around sleep and um, professional athletes, believe it or not, they say it's the number one performance enhancer is all around sleep and professional athletes get a lot, a lot of sleep. I love the feeling of waking up in the morning and it not be the zombie walk. And so when I actually started to discipline myself to going to bed and getting the seven hours, I found it a lot more attractive. It was easy for me to get up in the morning and it made the morning routine super pleasant. So again, you want to think about that habit that you're going to try to establish and think about how do I make it attractive? Okay. Third piece, how can I make it easy? How can I make it easy? Well, again, the app for me was super, it was the best way to do it. I don't even have to think, I didn't never even really had to think about it. Um, I had an automated system that where a bit of technology was helping um, me and preparing me at that time when sleep was required and boom, uh, it, super easy to establish. And then four, how can I make it satisfying? Well, um, again, right? Like just doing it for a few days and just seeing immediately the um, incredible changes um, that I felt uh, both, you know, during the day at work, um, you know, here at home in my training made it incredibly satisfying to uh get that seven hours of sleep. And so there you go. So those are, those are the four things that you're going to want to reflect on. Okay. When you, when you decide on the system that you're going to, you're going to want to go with, it's going to be important for you to kind of look at those four big pieces, right? How can I make it obvious? How can I make it attractive? How can I make it easy? And how can I make it satisfying? And, um, next up, uh, there's also the important of the four laws of, and so James Clear talks about the four laws of behavior change. And so we just talked about that. But what's really important is if you look at establishing any habit, um, any habit can be broken down into feedback loops that involve four steps, okay? So those feedback loops are Q, Craving, response, reward, okay? So again, I'm gonna stay within that example that I talked about, which is sleep. I'm just gonna have a sip of my coffee here. All right. So, um, first up for the, the sleep. Well, you need to have a cue, okay? So the cue is, um, what is going to happen in the environment that's going to cue me to uh, initiate the habit? And so for me, the cue is the sleep habit um, goal that I've established on the iPhone. And the notification that I get around 9.30 p.m. every night is the cue that is, oh, okay, it's now time to start to prepare for sleep. 
The cue triggers the craving. Okay, so the craving is um, just what I wanted to achieve. And, and in this case here, it was all of the benefits of getting a good night's sleep. Getting a good night's sleep. And so the craving was largely driven by just being sharp, feeling recovered, rested, and having a wonderful morning routine. Okay? So the cue triggers the craving, and the craving motivates the response. So the response is, I'm actually in bed at 9.45, 9.50, right? So the response is, yes, I'm acting. I'm acting on the habit that I'm looking to um, create. And the, reward, and the response provides a reward. So the reward is the fourth part, and um, again, uh, waking up, uh, feeling rested in the morning, having awesome rides uh, throughout the week, and the body healing is the incredible and amazing feel that, feeling that you get from getting the required amount of sleep. So, again, just to reca recap, there's four important pieces here that you're going to have to be able to identify, and it's the cue, the craven, the response, and the reward, and that creates a feedback loop. And believe it or not, all of our habits function that way, whether they're the good habits or even some of the bad habits that we have. Okay, so lots, lots to unpack. There's lots to unpack in lots to unpack in chapter three, and um, this is one that you might want to take a bit of time with. And, uh, you know, maybe listen to a bit of the podcast. If you have the book, I really encourage you to read the book and, and dissect it. Um, and also, if you have it on Audible, you can listen to it too. But to really take the time, because this chapter is super important, right? This is where you really start to, um, you really start to let, uh, lay the framework for st the establishing of these little habits that you're going to do each day that are going to be check marks in the column of that system that you're trying to, to build and develop. Okay. So, um, I, you know what? I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Uh, especially in these last, uh, 20 episodes or so, it'd be nice to hear from you. You can always reach out to me on, uh, on Instagram and you know, as, as much you know, I'm 26 minutes in. I've been rambling for 26 minutes. But I can tell you this isn't going to be easy. You know, it's, this isn't going to be easy. And I think that's where when you go through a book like the Atomic Habits book uh, by James Clear and you start to think of those people that have been incredibly successful in their life, a lot of it just has to do with the fact that they're no, they're no different than you and I. You know, there's no difference at all. But the only, the, I guess the big um, piece that's at play is excellence comes from understanding our habits, understanding how we build systems and most importantly, knowing who we are and knowing who we want to become. 
And if you align your habits with your systems and those systems lead into that overall picture, everything else just falls into place. And so I'm going to leave it there. Um, I hope I did a good job here at, at recapping this piece here in, in chapter three. And um, you'll see, uh, it's going to be a, a challenging journey. But I can tell you, I am so grateful I picked up Atomic Habits a couple years ago um, because it really allowed for me to solidify things. Um, and I can't wait to see where I am in, in a year from now, in three years, 10 years from now. Um, it's exciting. So God bless you. You know what you got to do? Go get it.